Welcome to episode 22 of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope everyone is having a good day so far. Hope you're hunkered down or dealing with this whole pandemic that we're going through. Uh, don't panic. Yes, it sucks right now, but you know we're doing the best that we can. If you want to check me out, you can go to Tuttle.net. Yes, I could not afford Tuttle.com. Too damn expensive for my blood. Don't know why. I'm sure it's because of me, but you can go to Tuttle.net. If you go to Tuttle.net, that takes you to every single link pertaining to my career and all the content that I put out. You can also go to TuttleTV.com. That's TuttleTV.com. That's a link to my YouTube page. I put up some new videos yesterday. Make sure you subscribe. Hit that bell so you're alerted every single time I, I put something up. It'll be there. It'll be waiting for you. You'll get alerted. You will not miss anything. If you want to donate any money in this time, uh, I know it's kind of hard with everything that's going on. I'm sure everybody's saving. But if you would like to donate because all my content is free, you can easily do that. Go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. That's paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. And I didn't get any emails from you guys. I know you guys are listening because I had a lot of downloads. So email me. I want to hear what you're doing, how you're getting through this pandemic right now. Are you working? Did they make you stay home? How are you passing the time? Like, uh, do you have kids at home? I want to hear your stories. You can email me, Tuttle, Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. Well, everybody, the word on the street and everybody in Tampa Bay is freaking the fuck out because Tom Brady, the go, and I want to tell everybody before you hear what I have to say, Tom Brady is the go. He's won six championships. Do I think think he's the greatest quarterback of all time when it comes to stats? No. I mean, I think he was a part of the system. I think uh, having Bill Belichick as your coach and getting uh, the team to play as a cohesive unit is the success and six Super Bowl titles is a team effort. But yes, Tom Brady is amazing. But in Tampa Bay, people are so excited that you're getting an aged geriatric a geriatric quarterback on your team. Tom is over 40 right now. He looked mediocre last year. Not the same Tom Brady that everybody's used to because he basically shit the bed in the playoffs against a, a scrub and Ryan Tannehill for the Tennessee Titans. So let's not act like Tom Brady is going to be the resolution or the answer to all of the Bucks problems because it's not. Now, on the other hand, you're getting you're giving away a quarterback quarterback in Jameis Winston. Yes, I knew he I know he threw 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions, but he had over 5,000 yards last year. And you want to know why he had over 5,000 yards? Is because the man had to throw a lot because the team did not have a running game. The offensive line looked like garbage. Do you think Tom Brady, who is not known as a running quarterback or a mobile quarterback in his career, is going to be able to survive running around uh, in the backfield running for his life because his O-line can't back him up or block for him? It's not going to last very long. One hit. One hit, I could see Brady's like hip going out and, and it's all over with. So, But what you're saying, what the 
Bucks organization is saying right now is that, hey, we're willing to trade Jameis, who has potential. That's why Bruce Arians was brought in, guys. He was brought in. He was known as the quarterback whisperer, and he was supposed to be the one to come in and work with Jameis and fix his problems. It's only been two years, guys. Jameis has a longer, more tread on the tires. Those tires are almost bald on Tom Brady. And I just think that you're 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 looking for a quick fix in Tom Brady, and it's not even guaranteed he's going to win a Super Bowl with you. A lot's got to go into it. And a lot of these quarterbacks, they age, and, and when they get past their 40s, they're not looking that great because look at Peyton Manning. Yes, he did win a Super Bowl after his 40, 40th birthday, but his arm looked dead. He was he was throwing a lot of ducks and and did not look like the same Peyton Manning, but he was on a great team. Brady, he's going to come on this team and he's going to he's going to struggle. I'm telling you guys. I think sticking with Jameis is the smart option because if he can get his he's proven that he can throw for the yards, Jameis has. He just needs to get those interceptions down and I think a lot of that comes uh, because he didn't have a lot of time in the backfield because his offensive line wasn't giving him the protection that he needed. So Tampa Bay fans, don't get too excited because just because you have the GOAT in Tom Brady does not mean Super Bowl ring or rings. It's not guaranteed. And and I think he's going to struggle in Tampa Bay. I really, really do. And I think sticking with Jameis for the long haul, I think Jameis can get you a ring if he can get a better like unit around him, better blocking, a better running game. He's got the receivers. So they just got a couple of uh, pieces that they need to put into play to fix the problem. And I think Tom Brady, you it's two years, two years top, maybe one, and that's going to be it. He has nothing. Yeah, he does have stuff to prove, but if he doesn't win another one, do you think he really cares? He has no loyalty to the Bucks. He's just going to the Bucks. He's using the Bucks as a way. He's using them so he can prove a point that he can win one without Belichick. The advice for people who are, you know, hold up for 14 days. Like, what, what's the best way to get through those two weeks? TMZ ended up catching up with Dr. Oz and had a few questions for him about the coronavirus. And I found some of these really, really interesting because I was reading a story and not a lot of people realize this, but we're in store for a pretty big baby boom. Yes, we're going to probably lose some people. We're going to probably lose a lot of people when it comes to this, but we're going to get an influx of new babies because people are going to be held up in their apartments and the only thing you can do is have sex. What we found from China is people get really depressed when they're quarantined which you never thought about as an issue. So pick up a hobby. See, now this is the thing that makes me glad that I stopped drinking because if I do get self-quarantined or told to stay home, I could see my drinking just completely, completely going off the cliff because if I was just sitting around bored off my ass, all I would want to do is drink myself to sleep and it would have been a really, really big problem for me. Self-improve, find something that you wish you had time to do and learn a language and a musical instrument. Now, if I was going to, I know it's going to sound weird. If I was going to learn a language, I would learn the old dead language of Aramaic because some people are like, why Aramaic? Nobody uses that. I think it would be cool to be able to watch Passion of the Christ without the subtitles and be able to understand it. Does anybody, is there even one person in this whole goddamn world that even speaks Aramaic? I, I just, I, I've never met anybody. I've never, the only time I've ever heard 
shortening, but he speak Aramaic was from Mel Gibson's The Passion of the Christ. And I think it would be pretty impressive if you took a chick out of, well, I don't know if Passion, and the Christ, Passion of the Christ would be a good first date movie if you were just chilling at the house, Netflixing and chilling. No, uh, that would be a horrible date movie. But it would be impressive if you could read it and understand it for a chick if you knew Aramaic. Get better at some task at work. Uh, learn how to do programming. Just do something you never thought possible. Read philosophy and get smart. Don't just watch escapism television and become brain dead and, and numb to the world. For couples that are quarantined up together and they're getting frustrated with each other, what? How, how do they get through that? I mean, you learn a lot about your significant other in that situation. The best solution if you're holed up with your significant other, quarantine, is have sex. Now, is that a really, really good idea? I mean, yes, it sounds fun at the time, and and it's going to be pleasurable at that, but do you want to have to deal with a screaming goddamn baby in nine months, and, and then you got to deal with that for another year? And how many people are going to be dumbasses and name their kid Corona? You know it's going to happen. One ass in this world, and I'm sure it will be here in the United States, will have sex during this quarantine, have a baby nine months later, and name the fucking kid cor- or Corona. What the hell are we doing as parents? You're setting your kid up for years and years of abuse and being bullied and being picked on if you name your kid Corona because you had sex during the quarantine in this pandemic. You live longer. Get rid of the tension. Yeah, you get rid of the tension in the moment, and then 18 years later, you're like, why the hell did I have to have sex during the corona uh, pandemic? And also, think about this, guys. We're already way overpopulated in this world already. I, I read somewhere that the world will start having real problems when we get to 10 billion. I think we're at like 7.8 billion right now, and China's mostly to blame for all that, uh, the virus and the overpopulation. But I think this is the virus is taking care of the weak and the people that have health problems. The ones that are making it past this pandemic are the ones that are the strong. It's it's kind of like culling the herd right now. And listen, we're nothing but parasites on this earth. All we do is take, 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 and the world is going to shake us off like a bad case of fleas. And what do, what do, what do us as humans do? We have more babies. That's what we do because we think we're so self-important that we need to have more and more kids. And it's just irresponsible. I think this, you know, if you can only look at one good thing about this pandemic, and yes, it's bad. It sucks to see people die. But this is the way the world is kind of controlling the population right now. It happens. You know, the Black Death took out like I think 30 to 40 percent of the population at the time. It took 200 years just for it to get back to the level that it it was before that pandemic. We're not going to have those type of numbers in this one. I'm just saying in true human fashion, people are dying and we're like, yep, guess what? We got to repopulate. We got to keep those numbers up, people. It certainly to get some stories. Maybe you'll make some babies. It's certainly better than staring at each other and getting on each other's nerves. That's what I was, I was going to ask about sex is that because it's physical contact and you, you know, you don't know if you're contagious, but it's, it's good if you're quarantined up together. If you're both quarantined, you both have the virus and you're both healthy, go ahead. You know, there's no, there's no, there's no harm in having sex. It's probably 
better for you than not having sex. Here's a thought. I know it's not as good as sex, but try masturbation. That's uh, the boat that I'm in right now. And hey, I love myself. I can't give myself uh, the coronavirus and, and everything's good. And no babies I have to take care of for the next 18 years. I can barely take care of myself. I'm finally getting my life back in line. So yes, the last thing I need is a kid right now in my life. So I'll stick to my masturbation. I do it pretty well and I'm pretty good at it. I think the most I've ever done in one day was probably, well, it's definitely when I was a teenager. I think I, I've hit double digits in one day, but you know, in my 20s, I cut it down to about five a day if I could, but you know, getting to 40, I'm lucky to get one or two. I mean, I could push out three if I needed to, if I got bored and we really can't leave anywhere, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. Try masturbation, guys. Keep the population down. It'll help us out in the long run. How far away are we from a situation like Italy's? I mean, in your opinion. Italy's two weeks ahead of us. If we didn't come that hard with draconian moves in, in all the areas where there's already a, a, an epidemic-like behavior of this virus, then we just... Uh, suffer with hospitals overrun with patients. Yes, we are behind Italy and, and the numbers, I've looked at uh, day-by-day comparisons, we're pretty close or even more on a day-by-day comparison than we are with Italy. Not right now, but like, it, you know, 10 days behind. So if you took the days and lined them up from when we started and Italy started, our numbers are just about the same or even more here in the United States. And I think with all the testing that's coming out, hell, I looked at the numbers before I started recording this podcast and we were already past a thousand new cases by 10 a.m., which is pretty huge. I expect we'll be over 2,000 by the end of the day. And that doctor that was on the Joe Rogan show, Michael Oswalter, I think that's what his name is, uh, said every four days you were going to see our cases jump. They were going to, they were going to go, they were going to double at that point. And that's pretty much happening. Everything that Michael has, has said is coming to true. Uh, the death toll might not be as high because Italy has the second oldest like citizens in the whole wide world. So the the coronavirus is killing a lot more people in Italy because they have older people. So that's why you're seeing the death toll a little bit higher. But what we don't have on our side here in America is that obesity. Obesity, I think they said your death rate like jumps sky high if you're overweight or obese, if you're considered obese, that the coronavirus would kill you more likely than people that are in shape and that are skinny. So just a little food for your thought. ICUs that couldn't take care of all the ventilators, so they'd have to triage who gets who doesn't. I mean, that's the, Milan is a very sophisticated city, probably the most affluent city in that part of Europe, and they're in a complete shutdown panic mode. We could have been just like that. Los Angeles, Chicago, New York. I mean, this great city, New York, is empty today, which is a good thing because Mary de Blasio thought we could have a thousand patients, new patients with coronavirus this week. And we can't afford to have a curve racing to the sky that rapidly. We have to slow it down. We've got to suffocate the pandemic. You're absolutely right, Dr. Oz. We're definitely going to have an upswing, an uptick in numbers because, prime example, look at all the assholes at Clearwater Beach. Nobody goes to Clearwater Beach. I, I was over there for the past two and a half, three years, and I hardly ever see anybody out on Clearwater Beach. And that fucking place was packed right in the middle of the coronavirus when, when the president himself told us they didn't want crowds of over 10 
people or it could have been 50 at that point. Us as Americans, we do not like to be told what to do and we're going to do whatever the fuck we want to. And and we're not going to see the end of this coronavirus. Yes, I've said this on past podcasts. Until we shut it down, this coronavirus is going to keep spreading and spreading and spreading. That's the only thing because we're nasty fuckers here in the United States. And yes, some more people are washing their hands now, but I guarantee you there's a lot of people that still are not practicing good hygiene and not washing their hands and touching their face and doing all that. You just don't learn that overnight. And I still think people aren't taking this uh, coronavirus that seriously. Yes, I do think it's being way blown out of proportion, but it still needs to be taken serious, people, because we are going to see a big uptick. I think eventually how this is going to stop is everybody in the United States is going to get it and there's going to be an immunity built up and who it kills, it kills. That's just the facts. I don't think we're ever going to shut down because I think the government and everybody's afraid of taking away our civil liberties and and there's rumors going around that this is the reason the gu- the government's trying to take your guns. They're going to take your guns because of this and I don't, I don't see that happening but you know when pandemics come out like this people freak out and they think that they're going to lose all their liberties. But here's the good news. I talked to the Surgeon General Jerome Adams today and he feels, feel, believes we're six to eight weeks from being past the worst of this and having beaten this pandemic. That's how we have to hold our breath for. But that's our finishing line. Now, the one thing that's freaking me out more than anything is the economic impact that this whole pandemic is going to have on the world's economy. Listen, I I was in my heyday. I was like, eh, let's see, I was in my late 20s when we had the Great Recession in 2008, which lasted, there's a lot of people that say it lasted until 2011, until the economy started to correct itself. But I lived through that one. It was pretty bad. I lost my house and it was all due because of the uh, housing bubble popping and all the bad loans that were written. And, you know, a lot of these financial places put us in a bad situation. But I'm reading and I've heard reports that the unemployment rate in the United States could reach almost 20 percent. And that would be the highest that we've seen in decades, because I think we're hovering somewhere in between three and four percent right now. And that's going to be a lot of people out of work and have no money coming in. And think of the strain that's going to put in the government assistance programs. And how is the government like coming out with almost a trillion and a half dollar bailout? We've already the deficit deficit is so bad right now, so big that we're just going to add to it. We're going to be using this money and it's going to be hard for us to be able to bounce back from this. I, I really think the economic impact we're going to see from this pandemic is going to last for a decade or so because it's going to be bad. People are going to be out of work for a really, really long time. They're going to need help. The government's going to be paying out more money. Not a lot of money is going to be coming in and taxes because people aren't working. And I just feel like we're in for a really, really long downturn. And and I don't mean to panic you guys, but they're even throwing the D word around. Yes, not no, not dick, you horny people that are quarantined. We're not talking about dick. We're talking about depression. And I've not heard that. I mean, in my lifetime, I've never heard that word discussed seriously. It's never been. We've been in recessions before, but never have they ever talked about depressions. And and I think that, you know, I think the people that, that are right in the middle to poverty line 
they're going to be able to survive. They're definitely going to be able to survive because people that have grown up or raised in, in lifestyles where they didn't have a lot of things, not dirt poor, but they they weren't able to buy a lot of things. They didn't have a lot of meaningless uh, bull crap that us as Americans that have money now buy. We grew up, we ate what we had to eat, we, we bought what we had to buy, and we just survived. And that's what we had to do. The people that are going to have the most problem with a depression, if we have one, it's going to be the rich because the rich don't know any better. They don't know how to deal with hardship in life and have to make do with what you have. Us as true Americans, the working class, they know how to do it. They know how to survive and make do with what they got. So just be careful, guys, and be prepared. I hope I'm wrong, but there's going to be a lot of people out of work for a really, really long time. I also read another thing that pissed me off. Fucking pissed me way off. I was already mad that we bailed out the bankers and and the companies back in 2008, and I thought that was complete bullshit. They didn't worry about us. Yeah, we did get a stimulus check. Uh, I got to give Trump credit. He's talking that we might get a grand in our hand. God, it should be a rapper. Grand in our hand. Trump is giving us a grand in our hand, and that's great. He's At least he's helping us out. But I will not stand for this, that the, the casinos in Atlantic City and Las Vegas are actually asking for a bailout from our government. If our government, our leaders give one fucking cent to the casinos, I think they should be immediately kicked out of office. We should not be bailing out people that prey on gamblers. Yes, I know it's a choice, but I do think people get taken advantage advantage of. Like, what would happen if you lost a big, big sum of money to a casino? Do you think if you went up and asked them, hey, man, I'm not doing so well. This is going to put me in a bind. You think I can get that money back? Fuck no. Those casinos are going to tell you to pound sand. They're, they would never give you any money back. So why are we helping like casinos out? Why are we even thinking about it? And the, I can't believe the casinos had the cojones to be able to ask us for money. You guys have been making money hand over fist. You guys make profits day in and day out. Now you want to come with your hands open and asking for a bailout? Fuck no. Go fuck yourself, casinos. You don't deserve one goddamn dime. Yeah, till July sounds like a bunch of bullshit. The voice you're hearing is Vanessa Hudgens, and man, she looks rough in this video. I'll try to post it on my social media. You can go to twitter.com slash Tuttle or facebook.com slash Tuttle. You can check that out there. I'll try to post the video. But man, she put her foot in her mouth. And and I believe that these celebrities do stupid shit and say, say stupid stuff all the time just to get attention. And this bitch cannot be this dumb. She really, really can. And people are like, whoa, she's just a kid. No, she's 31. She should know better. So she's either really dumb as rocks or just did this to get the attention that she knew it would. And she has. She's gotten plenty of attention for it i'm sorry but like it's a virus i get it like i respect it but at the same time like even if everybody gets it like yeah people are gonna die thanks for stating the obvious there for us vanessa holy shit what is this bitch even famous for? Like, I've heard of her. She's one of those celebrities I know of, and I know what she looks like, even though she looks like a damn, like, train wreck in this one, because she must be quarantined right now, because you can tell she looks like she hasn't showered. She looks like a bum. She looks like hot 
fucking garbage. It's just terrible, but like inevitable. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this right now. <laughs> See, her final statement saying, oh, I shouldn't probably be doing this right now. She knew exactly what she was doing. She trolled the fuck out of the media, the people, everybody. She did this on purpose. She, I, I got to give her more credit. I, I, she possibly cannot be as dumb as she sounds. Yes, you would think somebody as, you know, whatever the Whatever she does, I don't even know what she does. I'll have to look that up. Maybe I should do some research before I even talk about these stories. But she she can't be this dumb. And, and I'm led to believe that she did this on purpose. And before I leave you guys, I wanted to read you a story. And, and please take these stories with a grain of salt because a lot of research has still not been done. This is just early reports. And uh, the Chinese, where the, uh, the coronavirus originated from, especially in Wuhan, there's a new report coming out that the Chinese came out with, and it said blood type A more vulnerable to the coronavirus. Researchers in China studied people who had been diagnosed with the illness, and it said people with blood type A may be more vulnerable to the COVID-19 study claims. Researchers found that of 206 patients in the study who had died, 85 had a blood type A equivalent to 41% of all deaths. So just a little bit of something to think about, guys. People with blood type A may be more susceptible to, to the coronavirus compared to other blood types, scientists have claimed. Researchers in China looked at a blood group pattern of more than 2,000 people that had been diagnosed with the new coronavirus as part of a preliminary study. They found that those with blood type A were more vulnerable to infection and tended to de- develop more severe symptoms with those with the more common blood type O had a significantly lower risk of getting the disease. So, like I said, people, just take it with a grain of salt. This is not like been written into any medical books. This is just reports that are coming out. I don't know how much I would trust the Chinese, but yeah, they're saying that people with type A are more uh, in, at risk if they catch the coronavirus and you're, you have a lower risk if you have blood type O. Like I said, guys, I want to get your emails. I want to hear what you're up to. I want to hear what you're doing. Are you still working? Are you having to stay at home with the kids? Email me. I want to hear how you're dealing with this pandemic, email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. I'll get back to everybody that writes, but I'm going to read most of these on tomorrow's podcast. So I'm going to hear from you guys. You can go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle.net. That's all the links links that you need to know about me. It'll take you to all my social media, everything involving my career and all the content that I put out. You can also go to TuttleTV.com. That takes you to my YouTube page. Subscribe and hit that bell so you're alerted when I uh, put new uploads up. And if you want to donate, I know times are tough right now. I haven't gotten a lot lately. I know people are saving their money with being out of work and possibly losing their job. But if you want to donate, I can keep this podcast going, reinvest back into it. You can go to PayPal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. That's PayPal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Guys, I really appreciate it. I hope everybody's safe and I hope you guys are dealing with the stress. I know a lot of people are stressed out. Just be calm. Don't do anything stupid. It's going to be okay. I'll talk to you tomorrow, guys. Love you. Bye.